So welcome to the first edition of Showcasing a Member. I'm here today with Focus HR, Naomi and Alistair, who are big supporters of the Toowoomba Chamber. We thought we would touch base to see what they've been up to and particularly what Focus HR do, how they've coped with COVID-19 and some personal antidotes to that would be great. And just talk generally about small business community in Toowoomba and, and Toowoomba. So welcome, Naomi and Alistair. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Cod. Yes, we are great big fans of Toowoomba Chamber. So guys and ladies... So tell us about how the business got started. Tell us about your reach. Tell us about what you do. Great. Nice save there on the ladies, by the way, Todd. Um, So Focus HR is a business-to-business consultancy, and we do uh, people leadership and strategy. Uh, We started in 2011, so coming up on, what's that, our ninth birthday this year. Uh, And uh, I started it just from a home office. I'd been doing consulting. I'd been working in the consulting industry for a while and had been doing HR for quite a few years by that stage and came to a bit of a crossroad, I suppose, where I had the option of going back to work after maternity leave or starting up something of my own that that I was really passionate about. And I I love the field of HR or people of leadership. And I decided to take the plunge and give myself six months uh, in which to build some form of client portfolio. And I guess I hadn't realised how many small businesses there are in Toowoomba who have employees and so they need to know how to treat them well and how to handle them correctly obviously not big enough to have their own HR expert as part of the team. And so the demand was just, it it was more than I expected. And we grew really quite rapidly. And probably about four years ago, Al first got involved as a strategy consultant. Uh, And over the space of working together, as in with him as a consultant to Focus HR and also on a couple of clients, we came to realise what a close alignment we had around our passion for small business and what it could achieve and how important it was. So he came on board as a, a partner in the business two years ago now. I'll let him tell you his story. Thanks, May. And thanks, Todd. So, yeah, I was asked and invited to one of Naomi's first strategic planning sessions. Uh, as a guest and as an external consultant, I was working in the strategy uh, consulting area at the time and immediately got a really nice sense of great little team with some big ambitions and some big plans and uh, certainly something that I would like to be a part of. And so, uh, as Nate said, in 2018, we joined forces and uh, I bought into the business. So my background, I'm a strategy and process guy uh, with, a, with a really strong people bent. Um, I'm really passionate about small business. I believe small businesses are the cornerstone to our economy and and certainly the cornerstone to our uh, great community, uh, the great communities that we live in and the really prosperous life that we all enjoy. But it's not easy in business. And I guess I got a real insight into small business watching my dad start and run multiple businesses and he toiled away working extremely hard, little time for anything else. And he exited his those businesses about six months before the GSC in 2008. And hearing him describe that exit as pure luck was was devastating to me, and really formed, um, I guess, my, one of my passions or purpose. And that is that I just think there has to be a better way. There has to be a smarter way. So in my career so far, I've been driven to find that better way. 
And together with Naomi and this great little team of Focus HR, we work with businesses to implement strategic plans and best people practices so they can build winning teams together and form strong, profitable businesses. So this is a real uh, small business success story. I mean, don't we understand that a lot of small businesses throughout the world, the nation, locally here in Toowoomba, start from someone's kitchen, start, start from someone's study. That's where things start. And then they sort of grow, slowly grow, and they come to a point where, you know, you're too big, Naomi, for your uh, little home office um, and, you're, and you need to expand and grow. So can you tell me about, I think it's one of those authentic experiences that small businesses never really tell each other about. And a lot of people don't understand that journey from the home office, like the trials and tribulations that went through to where you are now. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I started in the home office and was there for probably 18 months until I got uh, my first employee, got to the point where I just couldn't handle the volume myself. Uh, and I made the choice that I didn't want to have employees working from my home. So, And I also live a little bit out of town, so that played a factor in that. So Rented our first office, tiny little office at the back of the GPO building, out the back of Murdoch's and the GPO Cafe. And we were there for uh, maybe 12 months. It was enough space for two people. In that time, we hired another two. We had people working from little coffee tables in the office. It was it was cramped and we bought the premises that we're in now so that we had our own home. But I think the word that you use there, Todd, that authentic word is really the key. I found that success was driven through being passionate about what we do and just being authentic. One of the things I absolutely love doing is talking to business owners who can't see a light. They, they, they have a pain point. They are experiencing stress. They're experiencing something that means that they're no longer enjoying their own business. And to be able to sit with them and peel back the layers of what that is, do the problem solving, and by the end of a session, have a path that shows them that there is actually a light. There's a way that they can work through this and, and there's a way that we can help them. That's what I absolutely love and I love the process of practicing what we preach. So everything that we talk about doing with clients is stuff that we do ourselves, hence starting the strategy journey, uh, hence working on all of the asset building that we're doing at the moment and I guess being really excited for ourselves and celebrating our own success. So, you know, we do things like enter awards and the main reason is so that the team gets to enjoy it and so that we get to celebrate what we've done. We've won Chamber Awards about five years running, which we're extremely proud of because we know the quality of businesses here in Toowoomba. Um, we've won Australian-based small business awards as business services consulting. So those sorts of things are, for us, a benchmark of are we doing the right thing? And if we can then share how we do things and I guess the learnings that we've had on the journey, that's the biggest success for me is when we can share that stuff. Okay, just through that conversation, you talked about some, uh, which I assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I would call it looking at how your business is diversifying through asset building and other other roles you may play to ensure you know you, you can sort of recession-proof yourself or pandemic-proof yourself or any major disruption-proof yourself. Do you want to just sort of touch on how important that is for you in terms of looking forward and strategy, particularly in light of the current um, circumstances that we face in the world? Yeah, good question, Todd. So looking at our own strategic journey, it's it's been interesting. So when COVID hit, one of the first things we did was bring our team back together and we pulled up our strategic plan, which we had developed uh, the latest iteration in December last year, just before we broke up. 
And I guess my first question to the team was, given that we the world has just tumbled into this crisis, surely our strategy can't be relevant. Uh, so let's review it. So we pulled it up and, and, and our strategy was really around asset development, recession-proofing ourselves, crash-proofing ourselves, uh, certainly uh, making ourselves more relevant, bringing our products and services to our clients in a smarter, better and more efficient way. And we'd also looked at our own team and, and were trying to be as lean and as agile as possible. And these things were all formed as part of our strategy from the end of last year, and they were so relevant, in fact, more relevant than, than ever going into the COVID-19 crisis. And so essentially what we said to our team was, right, we're going to disband and, and we're all going to go home, work, start working from home. But our plan doesn't change. In fact, um, as the work and we, we expect the work to, to decrease over the coming weeks and months, um, as that happens, let's put all our energy and efforts into the strategically important projects that we had identified, like asset building and, and re- revising and reviewing all of our um, current IP. That's exactly what we've been doing. So initially, we saw a really great big spike in terms of uh, requests for assistance and inquiries from uh, local small businesses uh, wanting to know, how, how do we deal with this crisis? What do we do with our people? And... Yeah, we're really proud of the work that we've been doing, saving literally saving hundreds of jobs by looking at alternatives to redundancies and layoffs, and and working with our clients and small businesses around the region to look at those different opportunities, and kind of reminding people that this recession and this crisis it will end, and at the back of that uh, will come very prosperous boom times, and so we don't want to we don't want to nuke our teams, and that's what we're hearing from clients as well. They don't want to nuke their teams. So look, strategy certainly put us in a really good position. It has been amplified by this crisis, but we're really excited about some of the outcomes and some of the changes uh, and some of the changes to the normal, what's what now considered will be the normal when we return. It's looking really positive. I think that's a very important point about people. You know, the Chamber has said this numerous times, 98% of businesses are small and that uh, we estimate 50% of all people employed in this region are employed by a small business. So, And we know there's, there was up to nearly 16,000 small businesses in the Toowoomba and region area. So the ability to keep people in jobs, I mean, that must have been very rewarding. But moving beyond that, what about, let's think about what is the new normal. Let's think about, you talk about your strategies, you talk about what you're doing, you talk about how even your workplace has probably evolved and changed in the last six to eight weeks. So can you, where you can, which is not commercial and confidence, can you tell us where you think um, we will be in the next, the next six months, eight months, 12 months, two years? Um, not only a good question, but a great question that I'm asking at the moment, and I'm asking our clients, I'm asking individuals, I'm asking anyone who will really answer me. Um, I'm asking our, our own people, because it, it, is, it is such an important question. The trends that I'm seeing in in our client base, there are a lot of good things that are coming out of this crisis and out of the isolation. Things like employees experiencing higher productivity from home. Actually, it matters whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, or it depends on your personality type, whether isolation has been a positive experience or a really detrimental negative experience. And so 
the new norm when we return to work, when we're allowed to return to our workplaces, is going to change. And I think that we need to be offering more flexibility. We need to be tailoring and custom customizing our work experience, our employee experience to the individual and not, not just to um, groups or departments or teams or organizations, but really customizing it to the individual. And that starts by asking um, some questions that we're helping our clients are, ask at the moment of their employees. And that is, what are the things that you've learned about yourself, about the team, about the organization from this from this period? And what are some of the things that you'd like to return and bring back into the workplace afterwards? And then looking at those things and, and trying to make them fit with that understanding that it needs to be pract- it needs to be work for the business and the organization as well. Some of the bigger trends that I, I think we'll see are more remote work, less travel, potentially a reduction in team sizes. I think unemployment levels will stay higher for long for a long period. We'll see more project teams, so more more short-term, fixed-term contracts, uh, more collaboration across boundaries, borders, nations. Um, so you might be finding yourself working in a team made up of uh, five to seven people and you know, more than half of those people might not be in Australia. So project teams, those uh, the different dynamic of working and maybe less full-time. One of the things that I'd love to see as an outcome of this is, uh, is the COVID being a little bit of a catalyst to reju- reducing our normal working hours. I'd love to see us make a permanent shift away from 40 hours per week to more of a, a norm being in that low 30s. Might be a little bit utopian, but I think that there's some really great evidence to support that that would have a very positive impact on our health, our well-being, our structures, our communities, and it could, um, and it certainly would impact and reduce our unemployment levels as well. I agree with a lot of what Al has said. Um, he mentioned the introvert-extrovert thing, so I'm the extrovert. <laughs> In this, uh, in this particular office and what I'm seeing as well is people who are extroverts and even sometimes the introverts are saying that they, they didn't realise how much the connection mattered. Uh, and so we've kind of gone from, I feel like we're on this wave where people have gone to working from home, they have increased the level of productivity. A lot of people are loving that fact of working from home and no interruptions. But we've almost hit this point now where they're coming over the other side of that wave and going, oh, hang on a second, I actually really miss my interaction with my teammates. And um, so I think we will see a bigger blend because one of the things we've done is we've proven we can be agile, we've proven we can work from home. We're removing a bunch of barriers and stigma that sits in employers' heads around, no, it's not possible. So they're likely to be more open to it, but I think we'll see a lot more blended roles where there's some from home and some in the office to get the connectivity. I also hope that one of the positive side effects of it is a much stronger commitment to buying locally and buying Australian and having Australia doing more of its own manufacturing and those sorts of things. And I think Toowoomba as a region is already hugely committed to buy local. In general, it is something that particularly small businesses in Toowoomba are really passionate about, but I reckon that's going to strengthen still further because the way that we've seen the business community pull together... 
say yes to local support small business chambers top tips buy from your local shops cafes and restaurants to keep locals in jobs ask your local store if they can deliver to your door pay with plastic when possible not cash stock up on gift certificates for later post about your visit on social media and share their posts check in with small business owners and employees look for local retailers with an online platform or help a local shop develop one and most importantly be kind support each other and look out for one another let's keep it local to Woomba. The way they're supporting local cafes and restaurants, people who usually wouldn't eat out are all of a sudden going, I'm going to buy a takeaway meal from the back door of La Pizziola because I just want to support a small local business. So I think that will be awesome. I think the unemployment rate will remain high. And I think one of the challenges that businesses will have when they are recovering and looking to recruit is they are going to have a huge amount of applicants and they are going to have to find inventive ways to sift through and find the right people for their business because as they rebuild, they've got a real opportunity to rebuild their culture and rebuild their workforce powerfully. Yeah, that's uh, buy local, use local, stay local, um, say yes to local campaign, which was actually bred out of a discussion from this office, to be fair. So it wasn't my idea has um, really gained some momentum. We saw that recently in an article in the Chronicle where they did just a quick survey which said 66% people are more likely to buy, shop and stay local when it comes to services, food and all those sort of things. So it is quite amazing how this community has really come together and I think it's uh, clearly a phenomenal community that really cares about each other. So what is next for Focus HR? Give us a summary of What's the big next things on the horizon? What's the next things you're thinking of doing? What things, uh, Alistair already identified some future trends, you know, how, do, how will that impact on your workforce? Alistair will be staying at home and Naomi, you'll be here. Uh, <laughs> or, so just give us a feeling of where do you think the small business community might go? Um, where do you think Focus HR might go? Where, where is the next, where, what are the next challenges, opportunities? Good question, challenging question. So our focus right now in terms of the what's next, immediate next, is around getting as much information out to small business community as we possibly can. So we have gone from a lot of, I guess, demand-driven work, so clients contacting us and saying, can you please help with X, Y, Z, to putting a lot of energy to getting across COVID-19, thinking about what it is going to mean for the business community, what do they need to know in generating as much content through website, webinars, all that sort of stuff as we possibly can. We think information is the biggest thing at the moment. What we see coming in, you know, post-COVID-19 is helping businesses to do that recovery, but do it well. And that starts with planning now. If they are stripping their businesses bare right now, they will not set themselves up well for future. So trying to help them to be in a position to thrive when it is that post-COVID-19 We see our workforces, you know, what we spoke about before around that greater flexibility, we see that absolutely happening here and and helping other businesses to do the same. And we think that there's going to be a whole new set of challenges for small businesses as they navigate that. And we also think businesses will probably start to look at things more holistically because this time of strain and crisis is highlighting the holes in businesses or highlighting the gap and the things where the disconnect happens. And so all of a sudden, they're they're not only focusing on their supply chain or they're not only focusing on their marketing or whatever it happens to be. They're realising that 
everything needs to be connected right from a great strategy through to you know having the right people in the right role through to having brilliant suppliers that they can rely on making sure that they're leveraging the people that they've got we think businesses hopefully will start to look at things a lot more holistically good call nay i guess the parts that i'd like to add is we're certainly moving into and this crisis will accelerate this process, but we're moving into the employee experience period. And I think we've got about a decade that will be focused, driven really strongly by um, millennials and the younger generations coming in, but also the fact that we've got five generations currently in the workforce at the same time. And that's the first time we've ever had that never had five generations in the workforce at the same time. And so the next decade will be looking at employee experience. So we love the work that we do. We love the space that we're in and we love working with small business. And that is, that's just going to continue. Our big goal is to have a positive impact on 100,000 uh, working people's lives in the next decade, so by 2030. And I guess that if we we're summarizing what that looked like, it would be around kind of renegotiating what that employee experience looks like and what the road is and the pathway is from hire to retire and everything in between. So we're looking at assisting our small business clients with navigating that pathway all the way through and really demystifying people aspect, HR aspect, and making sure that businesses don't see it as this enormous, never-ending list of compliance and cost center um, activities that they need to do for their people and, and around people initiatives, but really giving them a clear understanding of these are the things that we need in place. And then it's about building relationships, getting our people practices right, and, and really understanding what's included in all of that. So we've already launched our Best People Practice Program, 12-month program, and so that will continue. Um, and really, we just want to make sure that good people practices are accessible to everyone, uh, whether you are a sole operator who's just gone out and looking at starting to employ, employ somebody, or whether you've got, whether you're uh, one of our great big businesses in Toowoomba with 75 or 150 staff and we can really help with those people, uh, leadership practices. Well, Naomi and Alyssa, it sounds like Toowoomba small business is in good hands. So um, before I close out, is there any final little comments you'd like to make in relation to Toowoomba or the community or what you do? Yeah, so two things for me. One is Al's touched on our big goal of having a positive impact on the work lives of over 100,000 people. When we started to talk about COVID-19 and what was happening and how we could help businesses, we realised that it's more relevant now than ever. And the way we see it is business owners and managers have a brilliant opportunity and also a huge responsibility right now to have a positive impact on their people. People need reassurance. They need trust. They need help. They need their mental health taken care of. And business owners and managers are in the position that they can do that. So want to share that responsibility and that goal with everyone out there in the community. Um, and the second thing is, as I've already touched on, Toowoomba is a brilliant community to have a business in. They are so supportive of each, of each other. We do have an amazing chamber and the chamber has been amazingly supportive of its members and the amount of information that it is sharing at the moment around COVID-19 and putting out everything that you know members like our solicitors and our accountants are putting out. It has just been brilliant and I have loved watching the generosity 
of so many businesses locally in this time just going here, I know businesses need help and I'm, I'm willing to give that. I think that is something we need to take pride in. I'd reiterate the, the first point there, Naomi, is business leaders and owners need to put their oxygen mask on first. You need to look after yourself and your own, your own well-being and health um, so that you can be supportive and provide that leadership that is required to your team. And Todd, I want to thank you, mate. The amount of work that we can see coming out of the chamber at the moment is amazing. Uh, small business, uh, and, and we are in that boat. We, we love uh, how much you, you guys are doing at the moment. We love the uh, lobbying and the campaigning and the collaboration that you're doing. Uh, we love the, all the introductions that you are, are making proactively as well. You know, you've always been good at, the Chamber's always been good at introducing us if we wanted to meet somebody, but you're stepping that up and you and your small team have really changed that to being proactively introducing, which is great. And the last thing is I'm really excited about the Business Excellence Awards at the end of the year and seeing what comes out of this crisis and the development and all of the the ideas and the innovation and the reinvention that we'll get to see uh, when we do get back together and when we do have time to celebrate those those awards together. Well, thank you, Naomi and Alistair, and thank you for those kind words. Um, as you know, we're here to advocate for small business. We're doing our best. Well, we have a terrific team, Deb, Anna and Lou, who, um, like you, have been spending most of their time at home. Look, it's been, uh, this is our first podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. So can I just personally thank you both for taking the time out and speaking to the Chamber and sharing what you do and your love for small business and your love for the Toowoomba community. Thanks very much. Thank you. Um,